Cherry Hill Volvo, we have absolutely incredible offers and a plethora of both new and certified Volvos from which to choose. We are eager to offer amazingly competitive prices, plus an additional $1,000 Costco discount on all new Cherry Hill Volvos. When leasing or purchasing a new or certified Cherry Hill Volvo, you become a valued part of our team. Join Cherry Hill Volvo for the pricing and attention you deserve. I am Judith Krepnick, president of Cherry Hill Volvo. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. WPHT, WPHT, HD, WOGL, HD3, Philadelphia. From the Cherry Hill Volvo Studios, where relationships matter. Always live on the free Odyssey app. The revolution will be broadcast. This is the next generation of talk. Now on Talk Radio 1210 WPHT, Rich Zioli. And just to tie a bow on what I've been saying, Democrats are freaking out about losing the black vote to Donald Trump. Yes, that's right. They're freaking out about it. Welcome back to the show. Glad you're here. 855-839-1210 on Twitter at Rich Zioli. Everything I just said moments ago about how the Obamas had their big weekend together and then the chief architect of Obama's victory, uh, David Axelrod, tweets out that Joe Biden has to leave the race, has to get out of the race that Sunday morning. And then CNN, this clip, which I just sent you, Matt, this is CNN. I think I sent it to you. Did I I send that to you? Perhaps I did not. Here, let me send this to you here. Hang on a second here. CNN visibly shaken at uh, poll numbers, poll numbers that are uh, affecting the Democrats and the black community. I just sent it to you now. Sorry, I thought I sent it to you before the break. But I think this says a lot about everything I'm talking about now. So the Obamas have their big get together weekend, Barack and Michelle, David Axelrod, all the power brokers in the Obama world are there. Axelrod on Sunday morning comes out and tweets that Joe Biden's got to get out of the race. He's going to lose. It's too late for a primary. But they need to change. And there's a lot of talented Democrats out there. He doesn't say elected ones. Not saying it's going to be Michelle, but they clearly have somebody in mind here. But the Democrats are freaking out because Donald Trump is crushing it right now with black voters and Latino voters, too. Here's a CNN clip of them panicking. Take a listen. Reading in the crosstabs, the most important part, as Phil reminds us, just all of those from women to Hispanic voters, black voters, 22 percent of black voters behind Trump. That is not seen in the modern era for a Republican frontrunner. Right. I mean, wow, it's startling. <laughs> I, I, I looked at the, the Democratic response, uh, Kevin Munoz, the, the spokesman for Biden, and this idea that, you know, we have a year, we can turn things around. I think you have to look at this being a challenge from the very beginning, right? Black voters from the very beginning were saying that we will help you get Joe Biden into office. Um, but, you know, this is not necessarily our preference. 
this was uh, about democracy and saving democracy. And so here we are a year later. Uh, he has not been able to change their impression. Black home ownership is down. Uh, going to the store, you know, even if uh, jobs uh, have improved in terms of numbers, the, the prices that people are paying just it doesn't resonate with them. So Bidenomics, all of the things that Biden has done to try to connect, it's not connecting with this group. And black unemployment was quite low during the Trump administration. And low, but lower now. Lower it's, now. It's the, yeah, but it's it's. The, but he said it all the time. Trump right. said it all. The he time. had a, a a gift for messaging. There's no question about that. They're worried. They're panicking. No doubt about it. I think the timing of all of this is not uncoincidental. Matt Rooney is the founder of SaveJersey.com. You can also hear the Matt Rooney Show every Sunday night right here on Talk Radio 1210 WPHD. This guy knows Jersey just about as well as I do. Matt Rooney, how are you, buddy? I'm rapidly catching up to you, my friend. I'm at about 95% is the only knowledge. Well, you're rapidly catching up in years because you still are too freaking young. It blows my mind, but uh, <laughs> incredibly accomplished nonetheless. So, What's well, going on out there? What are, you, uh, what are you hearing? As, as the guy behind SaveJersey.com, you've got inside knowledge and track. Uh, what, are, what, what funny games are the Democrats up to today? Well, you know, this, this is the time of the election cycle. We're at the 11th and a half hour here where you're hearing all sorts of anecdotal commentary about how my cousin's plumber's mistress's fiance was the ninth in line. And this is what it says about what's going on in that precinct. There's rumors <laughs> about Democrats handing out free meals and worse. Uh, every cycle we have this in New Jersey, you know, in New Jersey, ripping up lawn signs is the least of it. But, you know, you were just talking a minute ago about how Democrats at the national level are panicking rich. That's almost nothing compared to what's happening in South Jersey. They are actually on the precipice here of losing the legislature, which means not just the end of the Norcross machine, as we know it in South Jersey, but also a check on Phil Murphy for the first time since he entered office. So it's, you know, they are running around. They are scared. That's not to say Republicans have this thing in the bag. But if you start to see, for example, in just a couple hours, Ed the trucker get reelected, you see Republicans win down in Gloucester County where you were rallying Republicans a couple weeks ago. Uh, it's going to it's going to make the panic you're hearing on CNN and elsewhere seem like nothing. Well, you have a story, though, that that non-citizens are canvassing for New Jersey Democrats. That's that's a problem, I think. <laughs> one would think, right? right? I mean, <laughs> you know, ideally, I want to hear from my fellow citizens in the run up to an election because my fellow citizens have a stake in our republic, right? They pay taxes here. They live here. Their kids go to school with my kids. Uh, you know, we're all rowing in the same direction, or at least we should be. But they're not above anything um, because the ends always justify the means with the left. We know this. They don't play by the same rules as Republicans do because they think that a leftist future and achieving it is all that really matters. So Republicans have to show up and vote today. Once again, we're in a hole. We do this every year. We don't want to vote by mail. I get it. We love the era of showing up in person because it's a civic exercise. But I think your, your listeners have to know every member of the Zioli army, Jack Chitterelli, lost to Phil Murphy because 12% of the Republicans who didn't vote that year in 2021 didn't show up. Right, right. So it's only a small percentage that need to get off their keisters. If you're listening to this, I know you're probably in the car, you're tired, you want to go home, you want to finish listening to Rich from the comfort of your living room. 
go a little bit further today if you're in New Jersey because you really do have a chance to hold Phil Murphy accountable for everything he's done to us. Yeah, Matt Rooney, you're so right. And I think it's important for people to realize that the in Jack Chiarelli's case, and, and obviously, I mean, everybody can go back and Monday morning quarterback the campaign, but the reality is hundreds of thousands of Republicans did not vote. And a big part of the reason for that was the polls said that Phil Murphy was going to win in a landslide. Uh, those polls, which, of course, like Monmouth University, University, which gets funding from the state. I mean, these polls are designed to, to keep Republicans from voting. They are do- designed to suppress the vote. But in this case around, what we have here is we've got something that's going on that the media has no idea how to even react to. And that is very contentious school board elections as well. And, and I think these two issues are now finally people are waking up and realizing that maybe years ago, guys like you and guys like me would have ignored school board races because what the hell we maybe even the fact that we didn't have kids wasn't wasn't the point. It was more about right. school board. Who cares? School board elections. I mean, I'm driving around South Jersey. They're everywhere. So there's a tie-in here. Do you think the Republicans, the question I'll ask you is, Matt Rooney, are the Republican candidates for the state legislature doing a good enough job of connecting with the very same parents who are going to go vote in those contentious school board elections? No. Generally, I don't think they are. Uh, You know, I, I track these folks not just in person on social media, just like you do, Rich. And I expected to see press conferences outside of school board meetings. I expected to see viral video of candidates going to these meetings and speaking out for parents and kids against these objectively insane policies, trying to divorce parents from their kids' major life decisions. And they didn't get any of that. Now, they did talk about parental rights, most of these campaigns, but they used the magic words that the consultants sprinkle into the mailers and the other paid media that they put out there. So if Republicans win, and I'm not trying to dump on everybody universally here because some of them did better jobs than others, but if they win, it's because armies of parents showed up today in person and said, regardless of how good of a job that Republican legislative candidate did to win me over, enough. I cannot deal with these Murphy-Biden Democrats a moment longer. It's no longer just about tax brackets. It's about whether I fundamentally have control over my house, my family, my kids' destiny. Matt Rooney's with me. He's the founder of SaveJersey.com. He's also the host of The Matt Rooney Show, which you can hear every Sunday night right here on Talk Radio 1210 WPHD. Uh, by the way, who bo- who bought that flag? Who brought the flag that got George Norcross booted from the Eagles game? So I'm sure your listeners saw this, Rich, live, because they, they follow this stuff closely. And, of course, most of the Zioli Army are also Eagles fans. Right. You've got the Norcross tailgate, George Norcross, the Democrat Party boss from South Jersey, outside of the Eagles stadium. Uh, Fatty McThunder Biscuits, Chris Christie, is there because they're bosom buddies. We all know this. That's a long-standing, long-standing relationship, which, which gets me every time. But that's a subject for another time. By the way, every and time you sudden, call him Fatty McThunder Biscuits, all it does is make me crave a chicken sandwich, like a fried chicken sandwich on a biscuit. Every time. Every time. Just for the record. Well, that's one of the few things you have in common with Chris Christie. <laughs> he is craving, I guarantee you, a chicken sandwich right now wherever he is. I mean, you saw him when George Norcross got kicked out, right? Norcross is getting kicked out. He's sitting there channeling down on nachos. He could not. I'm, I'm, I'm going to make you this promise, Rich. If you and I are ever somewhere 
and they try to lock you up, I'm going to get up from my nachos, take a break, and try to stand up for you as your favorite New Jersey lawyer. I'm not going to watch you get dragged away. Goodness gracious, they'll be there when you get back. So they're at the tail. They're at the tailgate, and uh, yeah. and and Jaws is there hanging out with Christie and hanging out with George Norcross. Of course, Ron Jaworski. I'm talking about who. So how did how did the flag show up in George Norcross's uh, box, which is actually Mayor Kenny's box? So, so it's outside at the tailgate. Some gentleman we don't know who he was. Pretty tall dude was standing behind Jaws. For however long the Christie interview was, which you know is a broadcast professional, went on for a while. And if it was something they didn't want in the shot, somebody would have intervened, right? Somebody that's on scene, a producer, a tech, somebody. And they did not. They allowed it to continue. And then all of a sudden it shows up in the box. And now the Eagles are saying, well, you know, we told Norcross multiple times. Here's my wild conspiracy theory for you. Norcross has been getting absolutely obliterated in this campaign. They, Republicans, for the first time since I've been following this stuff in a while, have been taking him on directly yep. for the effect that his machine has had on South Jersey, which has not been positive. They've been holding us back. I wouldn't be shocked if he said, you know what, I'm going to lean into this and get some positive press. And it's worked. We've got you know, mutual friends of you and I crowing about George Norcross on Newsmax and Fox News as if he's some kind of anti-woke, pro-Israel activist hero. When you and I know the candidates he supports are guys like Cory Booker, who just came out and called for a ceasefire and sided with Hamas. So this is this is not who he's being portrayed as, but he's, if nothing else, one of the savviest politicians out there. And I think he he proved it again. And he's probably tricking a lot of people. Uh, Matt Rooney, let me ask you, what what happened in Bergen County, New Jersey today, which is in North Jersey? I know there was some issue with the election machines up there. Has that all been resolved? Oh, God. Yeah, there was there was some there was some news of some uh, random, selective, isolated issues, whatever euphemism you want to use for. Hey, even though we're the largest county in New Jersey, we didn't check our machines over the 11 months we had to do it. Right. That's the part that always drives me nuts. They. They act as if these failures on Election Day are completely not predictable. You had 11 months to make sure these machines operated properly. Apparently, they were new machines. If you are listening out there, by the way, and you're having this problem anywhere in New Jersey, do not go home. If they won't let you vote on a machine, at least fill out a provisional vote, but do not leave that voting station without casting a ballot if you're legally able to do so. That's always the important caveat there, because unlike Democrats, we don't let dead people vote. You can't vote six times as much as you may want to. Only vote if you can. But it looks like it got squared away. All right. Well, that's good. Now, let me ask you this. Uh, Did you hear the voicemail that David Wildstein, the conversation he had with Giuseppe Costanzo, who is, I guess, the Fugazi candidate that's running in the fourth legislative district? Did Did you hear this? I did. Phantom candidate. The phantom candidate. So this is the voicemail. Let's play this, Matt. This is the voicemail that David Wildstein, the founder of NJ Globe, uh, who is also as as critical of Chris Christie as Matt Rooney is, although he doesn't have such a charming nickname for him, at least not in public. Uh, so this it's guy, a little this, more personal this, for David, I think. Yeah, might, might, to just be fair, poss- maybe a little bit. Uh, yeah. So this 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 guy. This before I play it. So who is Giuseppe Costanzo? And how how did the Democrats pull this off with a phantom Fugazi candidate? So, you know, very, very long story short, and it is a long story. The Democrats successfully 
got on the New Jersey ballot this year in the 4th Legislative District, which if you're not following it, this is the big fight in New Jersey in 2023. This district could decide control of the legislature. They recruited candidates, these phantom candidates, to run as Trump conservatives, even though, as David Wildstein laid out over the course of multiple very well-researched posts, they had no social media presence, there was no indication they were campaigning, and it appeared that they were backed up by one of these shadowy, dark money groups, which, surprise, surprise, you can't trace the money. Where's it coming from? We can all proper and educated guess. But, of course, in a very close race, the concern is some well-meaning conservatives, maybe even some Zioli army members, if they're not listening to this program, are going to go into that polling booth and say, you know what, the Republican Party doesn't always do what we vote for them to do. Let me vote for this guy who says he's a MAGA conservative. That sounds good to me. And in so doing, sink the Republican ticket by drawing enough votes away in a close contest. So we actually, in New Jersey, we have David Wildstein quite a bit here for blowing the whistle on this. If the Del Borello ticket, the Republican ticket, wins by a narrow margin, it may be because he alerted enough people. I mean, it's shocking what Democrats will do, Matt Rooney. It's just shocking to me. And I've been involved in Jersey politics since I was a kid. But this is a whole new level of, of, of shock and awe here from the Democrats cheating. This is the voicemail that David Wildstein left for uh, this Fugazi candidate here. Take a listen. Hello, Giuseppe Costanzo. It's David Wildstein at the New Jersey Globe again. Hope you're doing well. It's Tuesday, November 7th, 2023. And just to refresh your recollection, today is Election Day. And in case you've forgotten, you are a candidate for state senator in the 4th Legislative District. As a reminder, that includes parts of Camden and Gloucester counties. Uh, The polls have been open a little more than six hours. They close at 8 p.m. this evening. So there's a little more than seven hours left for voters in your district, the 4th District, to cast their ballots. Uh, As you're aware, you know this because I said it to you on a voicemail I left yesterday, 22,708 voters in your district have already cast their ballots as of Sunday evening. Uh, So, Giuseppe, I I hope I can call you Giuseppe since I feel like your voicemail and I have known each other long enough that we can be on a first-name basis. So, Giuseppe, with the election rapidly coming to a conclusion, now would be a really, really good time for you to talk about your campaign, to introduce yourself to the voters of your district, to tell them a little bit about yourself, who you are, what you believe. Well, anyway, it's it's a little long, but that, it's hysterical that he did that. Uh, I, I mean, I hope I can call you Giuseppe. Is my yeah, favorite. I hope part. I can call you Giuseppe. I love it. I can't. I, mean, I just. I still can't freaking believe that they they tried to pull this off. And yeah, I mean, Wildstein was able to expose it. Save Jersey, your site, SaveJersey.com was able to expose it. Thank God they did. Uh, but you know what? I, I mean, it's just, it's just, it's, it's just so Jersey. It's so Jersey, and we, we can't forget, because we're putting this all in the context of national politics. This is the party that has been telling us nonstop since 2016 that they care about foreign interference, the sanctity of democracy, the rule of law, 
endless virtue signaling from every quarter of the Democrat coalition. But when the rubber hits the road, and you're right, Rich, our home state is the ultimate example, they never back it up. They, they, they talk the talk, but they don't walk the walk. So if you're listening right now to this program, the Rich Ziola Show, and you're on the fence about whether to show up, whether it really matters to participate in this election, let me tell you, it does. Not only because these races could be very close tonight, but this is an example where our republic truly is on the line. Do you want the kind of people that pull this making decisions for your future and your kids' future? I sure as heck hope not. And what do you say about the fact that, that in Pennsylvania, John Fetterperson, the United States senator, has moved to bar Bob Menendez from receiving classified information because Bob Menendez's ties to Egypt and Fetterperson said in his statement today, he made no bones about it. When you find gold bar stuffed in a mattress, the jokes write themselves. But our national security isn't funny. It's often life or death and that the Senate must act to protect national security and the institution itself. We have the most corrupt senator in the entire country, Bob Menendez, and even John Fetterperson, it's very rare that I have to agree with him, but even he's saying this guy should not have access to classified information. He sold out America to Egypt. Egypt is literally involved in this Middle East war that's going on right now. How the hell is this guy receiving classified briefings? Yeah, I mean, you have a man, John Fetterman, who doesn't know who he is many good days, <laughs> right? And he, and, he can wrap his, and he can wrap his mind around this, right? I mean... And we're talking about Egypt here, right? I mean, it'd be wrong no matter what country we're talking about. We're talking about a country that we have very, very, very much complicated relationships. So, yes, it's insane the Democrats have not done more to try to curb Bob Menendez's access to this information. But once again, do they care about democracy? Do they care about this country? Or are they looking at the electoral math like the rest of us and appreciating that if Bob Menendez goes and there's an open seat in New Jersey, they might lose that seat, and Republicans might have an easier job of winning the United States Senate. So really what this is about is getting Menendez out, but there's no way Menendez leaves, right? That, that's not going to happen. No, th- there's absolutely no way it's going to happen. He's going to be like one of, the, one of these reality show Real Housewives getting drug out of the restaurant, <laughs> holding one of the tablecloths with his fingernails. I mean, this is all the guy is. I mean, he's this... He's this frumpy older guy who landed an attractive younger wife. When the trappings of being a United States senator go away, what is he, right? He's just another corrupt schlub from from Hudson County, New Jersey. There's a million of them up there if that's what you're into. So, yeah, I mean, there's no way he's going, at least voluntarily. At least voluntarily. Listen, tune in Sunday night to the Matt Rooney Show. Any uh, a preview? I, I I guess it's probably too early to start planning, but uh, you always do a great job of bringing the candidates on and bringing the issues to, to bear. So any early teases for Sunday's edition? Well, I appreciate it. And you're right. This, this show is even a little bit harder to plan in advance than, than ordinarily is the case because we're obviously going to recap election 2023 and what it means for 2024. So I can assure you this, we'll have some of the big winners we may even try to pull a couple of the big losers on to talk about their loss. And, and here's, here's your one tease. I have a feeling that there may be some big races that are not decided by the time I go on the air Sunday night. I hope that's not the case, but I have this, this sneaking suspicion. 
Did you see, last, before I let you go, you saw in Connecticut that guy, the woman, the clerk, the town clerk who was stuffing the drop boxes with ballots multiple times on camera. And the only reason why they got the video is because of a whistleblower since it was her video. She, she's the clerk. I mean, can we can we can we cut the crap now and, and, and stop with this idea that Democrats don't cheat in elections? I'm so tired of people saying that, that that's misinformation and disinformation. Democrats cheat. They cheat very, very well. They do a damn good job of it. I thought that Jack Cittarelli had an excellent line that he said in Gloucester County the other night, the other morning when you and I were there when he said, I went to bed. I was up by what was he up by like 12,000 votes against Phil Murphy. I woke up. I was down by 22,000. <laughs> That's right. So don't and go to sleep. To say, well, where's the proof, right? Where's the prosecutions? Yeah. Where's where's that hard evidence? Well, that's kind of like saying that no one jaywalks because very few people get a ticket for it. Right. right? I, it, you know, it's, it's one thing for it to happen. It's another thing to catch the person in the act. And they've crafted these rules, Rich. You know this to make it very, very difficult to prove. So, look, if you're out there and you're considering not voting because you think the system's messed up, I agree with you. Rich Scioli, I'm going to speak for him. He agrees with you. Yep. The only way to change the system is to go win these races today. Well said, my man. Matt Rooney, SaveJersey.com, and tune in to him Sunday night. Thanks, buddy. Thank you, sir. The Rich Zioli Show on Talk Radio 1210 WPHT. I think I cut him off. I think he was saying SaveJersey.com, but I I said that. I plugged his website, didn't I? How greedy can the freaking guy be? I plugged his website how many times for him? I didn't didn't catch it, so it was the last time I really needed it. Yeah, I know. He also does a great job when he fills in for me, but I know it's difficult since he has a real job as an attorney. So, anyway. Uh, What else? (laughs) Are we done? Is that it? Yeah, we, uh, ways to yeah we, should, we should do that live read and head to break. Fine. Fine, Henry. I'll do it. Fine. I let you talk with Matt Rooney for 25 minutes. That was very nice of you. I yeah. appreciate that. Thank you for letting me talk to a guest on my own show for as long as I wanted. I, I really, I, I am so grateful that you allowed me that privilege. Thank you. Of course. I tell you, I've arrived. <laughs> I let you talk to him. Yeah, Henry had other plans for that that 27 minutes, but he figured, what the heck? Oh, that's gold. You gotta, you gotta, we gotta preserve that one for the archives. All right, listen, I've been telling you about my friends at Emmons Roofing and Siding for years. Now, we just moved into our new house, but the house we moved out of, we loved so much. And we were able to get a lot for it because of the great work Emmons did fixing that place up. And it was a bit of a fixer upper when we bought it back in 2017. We started with the roof and then we did the windows and the doors. Emmons remodeled my kitchen and remodeled my bathroom. And I'm using Emmons on the new house now. They've already replaced four skylights for me and fixed the roof repairs that needed it, window repairs, and they're going to do more projects. If I've been using Emmons for six years, what does that tell you? It should tell you that you can absolutely 100% trust them for every project from roofing, siding, windows, doors, and yes, kitchen and bathroom remodeling, Emmons does it all. You can see their showroom in Cherry Hill, New Jersey, the Emmons Remodeling Showroom, or go to their website, EmmonsRoofing.com or EmmonsRemodeling.com. Matt and Stephanie are dear friends of mine, and I love the fact that I can count on them, and they're trustworthy, and they're honest, and the job that they do for you is going to be great and incredibly, incredibly competitive with price. Winter's coming, so check that roof. If you need a free roof inspection, Emmons will be all over it, and they're never going to tell you you need a new roof if you don't. That's not how they operate. They are honest. That's why I keep using them. They serve our entire region, 
Pennsylvania, Delaware, New Jersey, and the Jersey Shore. And don't forget, if you have a shore house, winter is brutal on shore homes. So reach out to Emmons today, your one-stop shop for all your home improvement needs, 856-556-3229. Get a free estimate, EmmonsRoofing.com, EmmonsRoofing.com. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. The Zioli Show, on your schedule, from Talk Radio 1210 WPHT in the free Odyssey app. All right, so, covered a lot of ground today, but the big takeaway, and I tweeted this out, is that earlier in the show today, Professor Alan Dershowitz was on, and I asked him about Barack Obama, and he teed off on Barack Obama. Uh, It's on social. If you'd be kind enough to retweet it for me, I would appreciate that. Let's get this out there. Um, he did not hold back on what he said about the former president. And this is what the Dersh said. We never should have helped Iran build that nuclear reactor no, in the first place. Why Barack not. Obama did that is just beyond me. Look, Barack Obama has been a villain in this whole thing. He issued a statement the other day. I just wrote an article about it in which he basically compared these massacres, these rapes, these beheadings to Israel's um, occupation of Gaza, which doesn't exist. Israel ended its occupation of Gaza in 2005. They not only removed all settlers and all soldiers, they even dug up their dead bodies from graves and took them out of the Gaza Strip. And Obama obnoxiously and obscenely um, um, compared these brutal, brutal murders to Israel's disputed and controversial occupation. And that will just encourage uh, groups like Hamas to continue to brutalize innocent civilians, not only in Israel, but around the world. So I think that Obama has uh, shame on him for what he did. And I used to vote for him. I would never, ever support him, vote for him, or actually talk to him again. I, my relationship with him was over. I knew he was a student. I was at the White House repeatedly when he was president. Uh, that's over. Amazing. Absolutely amazing. Great stuff. Great stuff right there. Um, all right. So that's out there. And then the other question is of the day today. What did David Weiss say before Jim Jordan's committee? That's some breaking news as well. Uh, we have a lot of breaking news today on the show. This always is why I wanted to be at afternoons again, because I love the breaking news. David Weiss confirmed today denial of special status in the Hunter Biden case, according to Jim Jordan. So The Delaware U.S. attorney at the time, who's now the special counsel, David Weiss, told the House Judiciary Committee that he was refused special attorney status in his investigation of first son Hunter Biden, 
Though Weiss insisted that his decision making was not impeded in the case, committee chairman Jim Jordan of Ohio told reporters that Weiss said he initially requested special attorney status in spring 2022 from the Justice Department's principal assistant deputy attorney general, but was not granted it. When he was specifically asked, did you ever request special attorney authority under Section 515? Mr. Weiss's response was yes, in the spring of 2022. He won't answer a lot of questions, Jordan added, also describing Weiss as inconsistent. He maintains, oh, I would have been able to get it if I had asked for it. But then his answer was, I asked for it and I wasn't given it. Now, this confirms what IRS whistleblower Gary Shapley said back in April that there was a cover up in the Hunter Biden case. He supervised that case for three years and said that Weiss told investigators at an October 2022 meeting that he lacked ultimate decision making authority, contrary to Attorney General Merrick Garland's under oath claims to Congress. Jason Foster, founder of Empower Oversight, which represents Gary Shapley, the whistleblower, tweeted the following quote. So who denied Weiss special attorney charging authority for what reason? And why didn't he and Garland just say so when Congress asked them? It went down just as IRS whistleblowers described. In his prepared remarks, Weiss, who was granted special counsel status by Garland August 11th after the collapse of a probation only plea deal for the president's son on tax fraud and gun charges, insisted his office more than five year investigation was not impeded. He said, quote, I am and have been the decision maker on the case. He said, I do not, however, make these decisions in a vacuum. I am bound by federal law and the principles of federal prosecution and DOJ guidelines. As a result, there are processes that I must adhere to in making investigative and charging decisions. These processes, the article keeps jumping around. Sorry here. Uh, these processes, basically, the takeaway is that his hands were tied by Merrick Garland, despite his lies, despite him coming out and saying he had all the authority he needed. He didn't have all the authority he needed, period. Period. He did not. So, I, I mean, there, there, there you go. There you go. He did not have the authority. And I know he didn't have the authority because the Attorney General of the United States, Merrick Garland, came out and said, David Weiss had all the authority he needed, and then he made him special counsel. So if he had had all the authority he needed, why would he have been made special counsel? It completely sabotaged the attorney general's argument. Remember, Attorney General Merrick Garland is still butthurt over the fact that he was not given a hearing when Barack Obama, who has blood on his hands, to quote Professor Dershowitz, has been a villain in this whole thing. Uh, yeah, I mean, th this is this is it. I mean. The Attorney General of the United States, Merrick Garland, is a political hack who has 100% absolutely derailed the investigation into Hunter Biden to protect the President of the United States, Joe Biden. That's why I told you it's not a sweetheart deal. It never was a sweetheart deal. It was a deal to cover for the President of the United States of America. Period. Period. And that's it. And that's and that's that's the story here. That is it. Um. Wow. Amazing. Absolutely amazing. 855-839-1210 is the number. We talked about a couple of things with Matt Rooney. By the way, who's meaner to Chris Christie? Matt Rooney for calling him Fatty McThunderbiscuits or Donald Trump. Donald Trump joked about Chris Christie 
at a Florida Freedom Conference. Uh, this is what the former president said, cut number three. Now, I heard they virtually booed him off the stage. Because, you know what, what's it all about? He's just doing it because I didn't give him a job in the administration. What, what's he doing? And why would I do a debate when Christie, sir, I'm sorry, he is not a fat pig, okay? This man, I'm saying, he is not a fat pig. <laughs> no, it's true. And you can't, you can't use the term fat. You're allowed to use the word pig, but not fat. No, the man just said, he's a fat pig. And I said, no, he's not a fat pig. So now the press can't kill me because all I'm doing is responding. I'm responding. He is not a fat pig. To answer your question, it's clearly Matt Rooney. Trump couldn't have been more emphatic. No. Christie is not a fat pig. No, he was he was very, very emphatic right there, was he not? I thought he was being pretty nice to Chris. I, I think I think at the end of the day we can say that he was being very nice to Chris Christie. Very nice. <laughs> he took the high road. He literally said, like, can't call him fat, right? Can't call him fat. He's not a not a fat pig. <laughs> you can call him pig though. He did say that. Chris Christie, who's got nothing going except I could be tougher on Trump. He's not tougher on anybody's slob. <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> Amazing. Uh, okay, we have some other clips here uh, regarding what's going on in the situation in the Middle East. I have to get to those. It's been a bit busy, busy day, obviously. Please vote. If you're on your way home, you got to get out there and vote. You have to do it. Um, so at Harvard University... They produced a video. They posted this to the school's TikTok account that the Electoral College allows electoral losers to win elections. This is the kind of brainwashing that occurs right now in on college campuses across America. This is this is this is the 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 idea why I tell you the college is brainwashing university. It's a brainwashing camp. It's indoctrination camp. This is a great example of this. This is professors of government at Harvard Daniel Ziblatt and Steve Levitsky, who attack the Electoral College, take a listen. The problem with the Electoral College is that it allows election losers to win elections, and there's nothing in any democratic theory that justifies that. I'm Daniel Ziblatt, professor of government at Harvard University. And I'm Steve Levitsky, professor of government. The Electoral College, like the U.S. Constitution, is a product of a pre-democratic era. The founders themselves disagreed on how to elect a president. Some proposed that a president be directly elected. Other proposed that the Congress elect the president. In the end, they settled on a compromise, which is the Electoral College, and actually it never worked as it was originally intended. In the 1820s, almost every Latin American country copied the U.S. model and adopted some form of Electoral College. But over the last century, every single presidential democracy on Earth, other than the United States, eliminated its electoral college, leaving the United States as the only country in which somebody can lose a presidential election and yet become president. There you go. Indoctrination 101. All right. Quick break. I'll come back. I got to tell you what Kirby said today about all the people in Obama's, I mean, Biden, excuse me, Biden's administration, truly Obama's, who hate Israel and what they're uh, doing at the State Department. But, you know, the Grand Hotel is my happy place. We'll be back there live for our next and final live show of the year. December 15th, Friday, December 15th. Mark your calendars, please. If you want to make lifetime memories, you should visit my happy place, the beautiful Grand Hotel of Cape Bay, (coughs) New Jersey. Excuse me. And this is their fall getaway special. 
You book your fabulous fall midweek getaway today. You save 10% off all rack rates. Plus, stay two nights, get $100 resort credit. Stay three nights, get $150 resort credit. Stay five nights and get a $200 resort credit. You can use these resort credits on food and beverage purchases in Hemingway's restaurant, Christine's gift shop. And if you want to get away this Thanksgiving, let's say you don't want to host, book your stay for you and your family at the Grand Hotel for their ocean holiday celebration. They have Thanksgiving packages. Chef David Mills will be preparing a Thanksgiving buffet that will make you never want to cook Thanksgiving dinner at home again. You'll enjoy a Thanksgiving fit for royalty in the Grand's fifth floor ballroom where the Zeoli Army gathers for our live broadcasts. That's right. That's where we do the show. And Chef Mills will feature all the traditional Thanksgiving dishes like roasted turkey and gravy and stuffing, butternut squash soup, cranberry sweet potatoes, mashed potato bar, and they don't stop there. The menu is amazing. Chef Mills is such a talented chef. You'll love the food. Uh, They even have mouth-watering short ribs with a Cabernet, Demi, and crispy onions. So much more. Always book direct with them for the best rates. Call 800-257-8550, 800-257-8550, or visit GrandHotelKateMay.com today. Check out their fall midweek packages and their Thanksgiving packages at my happy place, GrandHotelKateMay.com. Thanks for listening to the Seoli Show podcast from Talk Radio 1210 WPHT and the Odyssey app. All right, Tuesday's gone with the wind, but here's what we learned today on the show. That uh, the timing of the Barack and Michelle Obama reunion party Friday into Saturday, into Sunday, and then David Axelrod, the architect of Obama's victory in 2008, are arguably his closest confidant and advisor, tweeting out Sunday morning after the big weekend that Joe Biden is going to lose and needs to get out of the race, but that the Democrat Party cannot have a primary. And there are a lot of talented Democrats out there. Okay, that's the big takeaway. Now, I do not view this as a coincidence. The fact that this happened, although Matt DeSantis does because he's skeptical. That's okay. He'll learn. Henry sees it my way. This was all Axel. Everybody focused on Axelrod's tweet on Sunday that said Biden has to go. But they didn't focus on what happened before the tweet, which is that he was parting it up with the with the Obamas. And that brings me to this, Henry. That's the part where you play it. Vicious man. And if some unlucky accident should befall him, if he should get shot in the head by a police officer, or if he should hang himself in his jail cell, or if he's struck by a bolt of lightning. That I do not forgive. You see, that's what I'm talking about right there. This is not a coincidence, Matt DeSantis, that Barack Obama and Michelle Obama and the Obama people were all together. And then Sunday morning, he comes out, Axelrod, and says, Obama's got to go. I mean, Biden's got to go. I still think Biden's going to end up being the nominee. All right. Let's make it interesting. I'll bet you a lifetime supply of (laughs) Coca-Cola. You're on. Unbelievable. All right, that's the show. The great one, Mark Levin, is up next. Get out there and vote if you haven't already. We'll be back with you tomorrow at 3. Keep the conversation going on Twitter at Rich Zioli and listen to what Dershowitz said about Obama and get it out there, please. Thank you. Rich Zioli, weekday afternoons, 3 to 7. Talk Radio 1210, WPHT, and on the free Odyssey app. 
baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app.